You know, I, I'm a bit of a QR code geek. Admit it, you know, we've talked about QR codes and where they could be used. Well, we found a great new use for them that is streetable, and anybody who's watching this podcast or listening to it will be able to use. The broadcast internet, Keith, is coming to Bend, Oregon. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, I know. I have the same quizzical look that you do right now. And who's playing dirty to get bigger shares? Or even all the shares? And is that a good thing for that company? Well, we'll talk about all of that. Welcome to Media Insultant. We do this each Tuesday and Friday. Today's a Friday episode. It's uh, myself. I'm Jackson Weaver in Seattle, Washington, outside Seattle. And my co-host is Keith Samuels down in Southern California. And and Keith holds down the Southern California bastion of intelligence for Media Insultant. <laughs> it was a little over the top. Yeah, I it need was. new writers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need new writers. Thanks for the compliment. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, greetings from sunny Southern California. It's the dog days of summer down here. You know, high 85, low 65, and uh, no uh, marine layer to cool us off. So running the air conditioning a little bit. Don't tell my governor, but I'm running the air conditioning a little bit. Keep it, keeping it cool. Keep, keeping it, keeping cool, it cool. Keeping it cool. All right. Well, we'd like to welcome you to the Friday, August 12th episode of Media and Salt. Well, Keith, as some people know, we are in Kirkland right now. We live in Kirkland, and we're in the process of selling our home because we're planning on moving down to the desert, down to Palm Springs. Well, we've had the market, or the house on the market for a couple of weeks. Now, we've had no offers yet, which mm. isn't surprising for the summer, and I'm not worried about it at all. But the thing that's interesting is we've talked all the time about social media and views and the value of it. Well, the interesting thing is our listing on just Zillow, just Zillow, not Redfin or any place else, has had over 2,600 views where people clicked on it and opened it up and looked through the house, right? Ooh. And something like almost 100 now saves. People are saving it. I don't know why they're saving it, but they're saving it. Now, none of this is correlated into an offer. And just like we spoke of earlier this week, just because you post a lot of stuff on social media for your radio station doesn't mean anybody's going to be listening. So, well, I'd, I'd I'd hoped it was different for uh, for your place, but uh, apparently the well, uh, the laws of social uh, are pretty firm, and it's like okay, everybody. So the the new way to be a looky loo is to look at Zillow and see what your your house is uh, looks like and what's going for, and and I hope oh. I hope some people link to, you know click the link to go to your agent who probably has a, a site of their own. And what's what's interesting, and you know I don't want to get too far into the weeds on this, but the interesting thing is, yes, of course there's a link, but we've um, had maybe a couple of dozen showings, uh, not that many, maybe fifteen showings. Not one of them was through our local real estate agent. They all were other agents. So. Oh. I think that's and I think that's just a change in the way things are doing. It used to be you'd see a house and go, "Oh, I'll call the agent." But today, most people have an agent, or right. particularly you know as, as they get older, and and you know we're selling into a slightly older demographic. Okay, enough, enough, blah blah. Let's talk about radio, TV, digital, that kind of stuff. Oh, and that's not okay. blah blah blah. <laughs> okay. I like human interest stories. You know, the well, this is relevant. Blah blah. Uh, that's blah. right. You know? That's right. We, this uh, press release we saw on Yahoo Finance, and both of us read it, and I said, this is a puff piece, but it's not a puff piece. I don't even begin to really understand. It's a, a company called 
Auton? Is that what you how you'd pronounce it? Yeah, it's, it's a- Auto a- with a- an a- N. Yeah, A U T O N. Auton, I guess. Auton, and they uh, claim they're going to host the largest test yet, the largest test yet of broadcast internet franchise in Bend, Oregon, and Keith and I are both looking at this, going, "What is this?" I'm, so we dig into it, and they explain that this innovative new service. Let me read this. I read this. Uh, okay. Provides a one-to-all extension of the one-to-one unicast architecture of the legacy internet. And apparently, they're doing something with ATSC 3.0, which they now call Next Gen TV. Oh, yeah. I don't understand it, Keith. Did you have any idea what this whole thing is about, and how is it going to affect local broadcasters? Well, I, I guess what what they're talking about here is this new term called broadcast internet, which is a Next Gen TV. Service and so that's the that's the got everybody all excited in television that that, that you're going to get your internet through a signal that's broadcast from uh, the TV station. It's be, it's it's better apparently than if you're just going to do it through uh, your phone or through Wi-Fi or something where you have to keep connecting to the internet somehow. So they're all really excited about it. How how do I get it? I don't know. It's not clear here how I really get it. Do I have to pay for it? Is this a service I sign up for? I'm already getting cable through my, you know, my cable provider. I, I can get or internet through my cable provider. I can get the internet through my iPhone. What do I need another source of internet connection for? Not sure. And then the other thing that got me, Jackson, was I'm going, why the hell? They made a big deal about using Redmond and Bend. They're two contiguous markets in Central Oregon. Redmond and Bend. And I'm going, why that? Well, because it's so pure. There's nothing else happening or whatever relating to the next-gen TV stuff. It's like, it's like pure. It's like a virgin territory for Otten to do this test. And then I looked up the CEO of Otten, and guess where he lives? Redmond, Oregon. So the CEO of Otten <laughs> lives there. That's why they're doing it. Don't bullshit us. You're doing it because you're in the frickin' market. You know the TV guys. You've probably been stroking them about this broadcast internet thing. So it's a layup for Auten to do this in Redmond and, and Bend. Well, they're doing it on a couple of LP TVs, yeah. low-power TVs. Yeah. So, you know, it's not, not a major market test. So what, what do you make of it? I, I think, I, what, is this like a problem searching for a, a, is this a problem searching for a solution or a solution searching for a problem? Yeah, I think it's I think it's the latter. They they there's some talk that this may be, uh, you know, they may be targeting automobile use, but I, I don't understand what what the value is. And the thing I've never understood with ATSC 3.0 is you if you, if it's going to be the internet, great, you can get a signal, but you got to get a signal back. There's got to be an upload. You know, when you type in a, a URL, it's got to go to a server somewhere. Right. Where is that in this system? It's either going to have to be on your phone. It's going to have to be in another, if you're at home, it's going to have to be another, you know, your cable system or your fiber or whatever. So I, I don't understand this. I just, I, it's it's a continuation of ATSC 3.0 truly looking for a problem to solve. And these guys, I think, are just, you know, and if, if you run into it, if the salespeople in Bend, Oregon, our friends at Horizon and a couple of other companies down there combined, if they run into it on the street, I don't think they're going to understand Ooh. it any more than, yeah. than you and I do. <laughs> We're the dummies on this. No question about it. We're the dummies. So, all, right. all right. Let's uh, move on here. As, as you know, we've um, we've all in radio done remotes. And what do you do when you do a remote, Keith? You go out and you set up a tent, right? A 10 by 10 tent, and it's got the station logo across the top. 
And then you put a table out and a batch of contact boxes and tchotchkes and, you know, bumper stickers and things like that. And maybe the Wheel of Fortune, you know, and you spin it once an hour and you give away something on the Wheel of Fortune. But at the end of the day, you know, they they really are poor representations of the station. You have bored people standing around behind it. Who shows up? Your your contest pigs, the groupies, you know, the people who are going to show up to anything, no matter where you go or what you do. They're always going to be there. So... And, and, you know, my experience is at least half the people, at, like at a, at a state fair or something like that, come up and go, uh, where's the uh, men's room? Is that around here? <laughs> so, waste of time in a lot of ways. Well, don't, don't, forget we, the, don't forget the hot dogs and soft drinks, too. So, you know, you could do back, – back Well, be, that's true. Back before, the health department that's sh- a, that, back before the health department shut that down, you know, used to do a lot of hot dog grilling and a lot of uh, free, you know, cans of soda – and so not only were they prize pigs, they were hungry, or they brought their hungry kids. So we were feeding the homeless or whatever. I don't know. We were feeding. Absolutely right. Yeah. But here's an idea from our friend Sally Sylvie, who runs uh, Jodesha's seven cluster stations, a seven station cluster on the Washington coast. Okay. They still have a boring tent, but it's, they put out it's, some now Jackson, really Jackson, it's not a tent. It's an easy up. Okay. You get the oh. easy up with the logo. And and the roll of signs. So you get the roll, the plastic banners that are in a big roll, and you put those all up over the business. So now you get your easy up and the table, and now I'll let you go with the rest of the store. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Good point. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't want somebody thinking that you show up at a radio as a remote in a pup tent. No. That's no, no, not. No, 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 no. That's it's okay. So you do the easy up with the logo on it, and then she puts out some comfortable chairs so people can take a break. Puts out some pop and water and that kind of thing, which is great. But then instead of having a contest table, what she does is she's got the street team and they all have a QR code on their T-shirts on the front and on the back. Like a big QR so, code on the T-shirt or, or, a, or a little code? So you just, just, or, you know. no, it really doesn't matter, but she does a pretty big one, okay. I think, so that you know what it is. So you walk around and you got your QR code. Cool. Okay. And you got your QR code. And then anybody that you walk around can take a, a picture of your QR code. Okay. Go to your station website. Okay. Exactly. And register for whatever contest. They all get something. And, and it's so much slicker than having those stupid little contest forms that people used to fill out. And, and obviously, because it's a QR code, you can take them to any place you want to go. You can reassign that QR code to anything, anytime. So I think this is a really cool idea. In fact, it's so cool, Keith. We came up with a media insultant QR code that'll take people directly to the Media Insultant Showcase on Vimeo. So, you know, we're practicing what we preach. Awesome, awesome. Well, we've got our own QR code. That's great. But, uh, you know, the, que- the other question for, for Sally is, is that uh, it's a fun engagement. It gets people, people are already used to doing the QR code searching because we couldn't touch menus for two years because we thought we were going to get the plague. People have gotten accustomed to it. And, and, and now you can just take a picture of it, right? And it'll take you to the website. Yeah. You don't have to have that QR code reading app necessarily i think it's a brilliant idea that's that's really fun so you have four or five people from the station walking around and everybody's doing the qr code picture and and uh that's a lot of fun yeah that's a little bit interactive and uh and she can probably track how many people snapped on that code and went to this you know so she can tell the client you know we gave away x number prizes from you we had you know 200 people click the qr code that's a lot of fun that's a cool idea yeah and i think I think there are all kinds of things they could do. I was thinking about it in terms of the station van. You know, you, you have a QR code that takes somebody straight to your streaming site. Yeah. 
you know, uh, you, there's just there's so many things you can do. And, and, you know, we'd encourage anybody who's listening or watching to send us their ideas on QR codes because it's a new way to interact with your audience that is so much more effective and cleaner than some of the things we've been doing. So uh, no more hot dogs, no more balloons for the kids. It's all QR code time now, oh, Keith. We're, we're, we're getting into hot data. No, no more DJs on, the, uh, on, the, on Helium doing the station ID? Oh, man, that's too bad. Okay. No more DJs uh, hung from a uh, 1968 Buick Skylark on a crane for 28 hours or whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, we've talked about playing dirty, and I think uh, you and I have uh, some interesting ideas on this. iHeart has been accused pretty openly of driving higher shares by offering, essentially, by uh, giving away the the house for a big or a 100% share of radio buys. Mm -hmm. And they're in a position to do it. Town Square does it a little bit, but I haven't heard as much from Town Square. But Town Square doesn't have the weight that iHeart has with, um, you know, iHeart's in radio, podcasting, streaming, events. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they, there's just, there's almost nothing that they can't do. And so as a result, they have been, uh, I think, really having an impact on some other station revenues, Cumulus and Odyssey in particular, Odyssey in particular, because uh, Cumulus doesn't have the same major markets they used to. But they've gone along and they're yeah. beating uh, people up and they are getting some shares. They had a good quarter. But it's my experience, when you and I disagree on this, buyers don't like to give one group too much mm, leverage. Mm. I think buyers want to go, you know, I'll give you a good hunk, but I still want to have leverage with you and with Odyssey or Cumulus or some of the other groups in, in a market. And at the end of the day, the other thing is, is they, it's always true, nice to have true. another group that will take you to lunch at the Dahlia Lounge. If you cut out Odyssey, they're not taking you to lunch. But you don't agree with me on this. You oh, think no question. That, uh, no this question. is an effective strategy. That, you know, we see this in some of the, uh, you know, it's obvious in some of the bigger deals where uh, this came out. I don't know, ten years ago, whatever, eight, ten years ago, um, when when they were doing uh, their first bulk deals, they were going out and getting securing hundreds of millions of dollars in radio budget from major uh, media buying services and ad agencies, primarily in New York, but across the country. Um, and everybody's going, oh my gosh, how are they doing that? Or they're killing us because, well, what they were doing is they're going, look, you're going to buy a lot of spot with us. We've got more than that. We want to come in and really give you opportunities on all of our assets. And we want $250 million from you. You know, however you spend it, you know, you can spend it with Geico. You could spend it with, with Capital One. I'm talking about Horizon Media in New York. One of the great all-time radio buyers in history, Aaron Cohen, was just the great radio network buyer. He was the great national national radio buyer. But you, to this day, you look at the iHeart Music Festival, and guess who it's bought, sponsored by? Capital One, out of out of Horizon Media. Geico's in there, all this other stuff. So I think in some cases there were the media buying services. They might not give all of the radio budget to, to iHeart, but they gave most of it to them. And they got a lot in return, okay? And I think the art in this is not, and it's not the dirty part. It's not dirty. It's just iHeart taking advantage of all of the assets that they have to help advertisers get results. And I'm sure that's the way Greg Ashlock would position it. And he oversees this multi-platform group where they do most of these deals. And that is where, look, we've got streaming, podcasts. We've got the best radio stations in the world. 
We've got all the concert events. We've got, you know, Wango Tango, I, you know, the iHeart Music Festival, the iHeart Country Festival, the iHeart Hispanic Festival. They got it all, right? And we've got the theaters. We've got all the, you know, the casino. We've got the big thing in Vegas. So you go, they go to these, they go to the clients and their agencies and their media buying service, and they go, guys, this is what we got. Let's partner up. Let's do a big deal. And they do that. By the time it gets to the buyer, you're right, the buyer herself, mainly, may be upset that she has to execute on this. But the client loves it, the agency loves it, the media buying service loves it, and they're all on the back end of the yacht having rosé with Bob Pittman and John Sykes and all the guys at Cannes every year and going, we're living the dream and we're getting great results and these guys are great to work with. So, and they come through with all this stuff. So if your Odyssey, that's dirty. If you're Cumulus, that's dirty. If you're Town Square even, you know, that's dirty. You're Alpha. Oh, those, those guys at iHeart, it's not fair. And you know what? Too bad, you know, because... Yeah, it, it, yeah. No, I, I, I think there's some merit to that. I, I, I agree with you. I, I just, um, you know, and, and maybe I'm still uh, dealing with my old analog. You know, back in t- my TV days, share was, was always important, and you always wanted to leave enough on the table that you weren't killing anybody, you know? You know, if you if you got 40%, 45%, okay, fine. But boy, if you if you when nobody told you not to get more, but the buyers wouldn't do it. That's the key thing. The buyers wouldn't do it. Yeah. But your point yeah. is right. But I'm certain that the uh, the iHeart guys and gals because they've got amazing high-level salespeople that are doing partnership deals like you wouldn't believe. Like we could never dream of doing. They're doing every day. They're just they're just pitching it. They're they're going after it and they're pitching it. They're giving you what they you know they're they're doing all the solutions, bringing all these assets to it, and oh oh did we get eighty percent of the budget? Oh well hey, too bad so sad. You guys figure out what to do with the rest. I don't want to say they're heartless, but they are pretty super competitive. They're, they're going for the dough and. Uh, and they don't miss a trick. They turn over every frickin' rock, and they're getting after it. All right, well, on that pun, Heartless from iHeart, uh, we've just killed another Friday, Keith. You know, the brilliance uh, that comes out of your mouth is truly unprecedented. But So uh, we've had fun. Let's do this again next week. Uh, you know, your opinions, ideas, the things that nobody else has said. Uh, you said the other day, we are a guilty pleasure for a lot of people because we can say stuff that other people don't, and that's, that's half the fun of it. Media Insultant drops new shows Tuesday and Friday, all the podcast platforms. Video is on Media Insultant Showcase. Click on the QR code if you're watching the video. And we're a production of In-Town Media who does interim contract management from time to time in the broadcast business. So, And we love your comments, Jackson at In-Town Media. We'll look forward to doing this again next week. So, Keith... Adios. Have a good, good, good weekend, buddy. Thank, thank you, Jackson. You too, buddy. Good luck with the house.